Chris Black, soggy, soggy New York City. I've I've lost several umbrellas to the battle this week, um, and mercifully the rain has let up. Wait, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, actually, I was just gonna say because like we were just doing the dog walk, and I saw from uh, from twelve till two, there's a thirty percent chance of rain, and you too are going through some weather over there. Is that? Yeah, it's been a. It's been honestly, there's no worse place to live when it rains like that than New York City. The honking splashing i like i like that the 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 number one offense of, of a torrential rainstorm due to cataclysmic climate change is the honking it's just the honking that really honestly honestly dude if you had to hear the amount of honking i heard you would feel the same way <laughs> this is not like if anyone who lives near a major thoroughfare will probably agree with you these people that are having issues at their brooklyn brownstones where you can see the water in their giant backyard i, f- I feel bad for you <laughs> Um, but <laughs> it's nothing compared to the honking, bro. That that glass door is doing so much work. I mean that that was like gym inspo for me. Is like I need to increase my weight load. Like my deadlift, <laughs> my deadlift was looking kind of trash compared my, to however my, many thousands my of deadlift pounds of, <laughs> of foot pressure was being put on that glass door. My deadlift ain't even up to glass door standards. I mean, I I was shocked by that image as well. I saw a lot of shocking images. Um, but it's fine today. It's, it's basically over, but I mean, it's just really tough to motivate when it's like that bad. It's also, you know, in New York, the often the the rain does not, um, come down directly. It's often blown by wind in different directions. So there's nothing you can do to protect yourself. Hurricane Sandy said, hit it from the side is what you're saying. Hurricane Sandy said, hit it from the side and this storm. I don't know what this was called. Also hit it from the side. And speaking of climate change, um, I'm hearing that there's going to be Said a, Chris never go it's, ahead. It's going to be a tough. No, I'm I'm very I believe in climate change. Uh-huh. Like I, I mean, I'm saying I believe it's real. So I, I, don't, I don't I don't believe in it like I want it to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, I, I shouldn't say I believe in it as much as I am just a fan of it. Yeah, just a fan. I just love how my climate has been changing. I just love to see climates grow. Um, <laughs> there, that, that said, I read uh, this week that there's going to be kind of like a. There's, the fashion industry is taking a hit on winter coat sales because those are some high dollar items, and because the weather isn't getting oh, because we don't have no more winter no more. We don't have winter really anymore. So now the the huh. north the North Face is having to look at their Q4 P and L, and they're a little worried. <laughs> um, so Miami Swim still is going to be pumping this year. Oh yeah, but uh, fall winter twenty five. It's dicey out there. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that because that, those really are the only time I ever buy something that's like overpriced where you're like, well, you know, I see the value in this like heavy duty utilitarian winter coat that I need to stay alive. I understand why there's so much uh, and why, why it's so expensive because there's so much product in it. But, you know, compared to just like a $400 t-shirt or whatever that Philip Pline's selling me. Now, what are they going to do? I, I, it's, it's. I mean, Canada Goose is sweating up there. They've had to remove the shirling. <laughs> They've had to <laughs> lessen the down. They've had to take off the fur collars. Luckily, you can button them off. It's no problem. Yeah. I don't know what. I, I honestly don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I, I, um, I think it's only going to get worse. And maybe I have all the winter coats I need. Oh yeah. I, know, I, I, I never thought do. I would say it was that. It's funny. I, w- I was at um at South Coast Plaza, the the shopping mall in Orange County, 
and we parked and walked through right where the Canada Goose flagship store is. When you know you you see a lot of slow retail environments, but there's nothing like walking <laughs> past the Canada Canada Goose store <laughs> in the middle of Orange in. County when it's you know 94 degrees outside. I mean, I, I'm surprised they even bothered to open the doors and turn the lights on. That is a strange. Just, a, just, just blowing money every. Single I mean, day. I know that Orange. A lot of I, it. Too. I know that Orange County gets a little cooler, you know, because it's over there by the water. But I don't think you ever <laughs> does, are, in, are ever in need of a down puffer. It dipped down to 89 one day. So yeah, you don't need the down puffer. You can't even wear the down puffer in the water. So kind of, what's the point? And it's, it's a nice store too. Amazing build up. Yeah, they they don't play around. I mean, I wonder. I will say Canada Goose is probably a sophisticated enough corporation that they did uh, immense research before making a decision on this. So maybe they know something we don't know. But to the layman... No, they, they know something that we all know, which is Chinese motherfuckers will buy this. Okay. No matter what. Even if they can't ever wear it, they're going to buy mm, it. I, uh, yeah. If anyone... If nobody got me, I know that Chinese real estate moguls got me. <laughs> they always got me. Yeah, they got me. <laughs> They got me. I mean, that's that's true about New York real estate. Uh, that's true about Canada Goose Jackets in Orange County. I'm not. I'm not surprised. Vancouver real estate, honey. Oh, Vancouver real estate. Yes, of course. Classic, classically um, uh, affected. Okay, so let's see here. I got a little. There's some. There's some things going on in on the docket. We got the thirstiest thing a man can do is read. <laughs> okay. Tupac's murderer has been apprehended and charged. Um, I got a couple other things. What do, what do you got on your little on your little plan? Oh, I got no plan. I mean, I, I I the guys the thirsty reading guys really made me chuckle. And I I like uh Samantha who wrote the story, um, she did full full disclosure, she did write the men's health story about me and she also wrote a great book called The Alyssas that I, I recommend. Mm -hmm. Um this story is the thing about this is this shines a light on something that we all know is true that no man read crying in H Mart unless they were having to prepare for a podcast or they're trying to get pussy. That's those are the those are the two reasons that you read crying in H Mart. If you're a man, you're trying to get pussy or you're preparing to speak to the author on a podcast. Not that the book wasn't great. It's a great book. It's it's changed her career. It's it's three times as good as her music. Um it's a great it's a great book. Last time I cried in H Mart was when they, they ran out of bulgogi. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you I had to rethink my you. dinner plan. It's been, for, it's been a minute for you. But I think that this story basically is is kind of um saying that men are reading these hot books like, you know, Emma Klein or 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 you know whatever it may be um in public because women feel like they can approach them. There's there's a reason to talk to them. There's some safety in that. It's a that. pussy magnet. It's a pussy magnet is what is what they're claiming. And honestly, this this is a classic trope in New York City where like the guy with his red wings and his super aged Ironheart denim pulls up to the bar, pulls out that John Steinbeck tattered paperback out of his out of his rucksack, mm -hmm. orders <laughs> orders a Jim Beam on the rocks with a pickleback. And he just kind of... A pint of mead for my compatriot and I. <laughs> exactly. A pint of mead. He stuffs his pipe, you know, so he can step outside sure, easily sure. at McSorley's. But but the, the idea, it used to be that you would read kind of a classic, like a... a, a Kurt Vonnegut or a, a John Steinbeck, a, man, a, a man's book. Yes, exactly. Kind of like a like a yeah, like a man's book, like something a prospector would have read. You know what I mean? And now, mm -hmm. instead, <laughs> men are men are sitting 
at the bar at their local, um, you know, kind of Greenpoint watering hole. And they're instead, they have the coolest book that they saw Kendall Jenner reading on a yacht Mm -hmm. or that maybe, you know, Haley Bieber talked about, or maybe they just got it at, you know, one of the the worst stores in the world. Books are magic. (laughs) Or just any any female authoress who has been on How Long Gone. Any book that they have made. Yeah, exactly. Go to just Amazon, go- buy that shit, and then just wait for the sucking to begin, right? I'm happy that the books are selling. I guess that's a good sign, and this is great for, for female authors. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't believe that this is where we're at. That like a guy's like, damn, I can't. I can't get the quality I'm looking for on Raya, Hinge, Bumble, Instagram, uh, real life <laughs> at my job, through friends, family, my church, um, that we've gone to. This is how bad it is for reading right now, Jason. <laughs> the only the only reason a guy is reading is so he can hopefully get pussy. <laughs> I think that's always been the case. Well, the only reason why a, a guy allegedly is reading an, uh, a book that is maybe societally not marketed towards them yes yes but i i think mm-hmm. that this has historically been a a you know it, it's historically been true that reading uh you know is supposed to attract the opposite sex male or female um but now mm-hmm. because we're so afraid to approach each other and talk about anything you have to like see that they read you can't find that out in conversation <laughs> You have to see that on the six train going uptown. Well, I, I think it's a little, it's a little kind of um, once bitten, twice shy, fool me once kind of thing. Where you know, like it's one thing to say, "Hey, I don't have HPV," but it's another thing to pr- be able to prove it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but I, <laughs> and I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of dirty dicks in this town who are not afraid to lie for some pussy, myself included. No, of course. I mean, lying lying for pussy is a classic tale. But I mean, like, I'd be lying on my dick. I want to know. I mean, I think this is the, the question that that she was asking. Is it like, are these guys really enjoying my year of rest and relaxation? You know, is this is this a book they really like? Did anyone? I did. I did. Uh, but yes, I mean that, that's. <laughs> I didn't read it. That's obviously. the biggest question. But yeah, that. Um, does do do guys enjoy going to the museum? Do guys enjoy doing any of the things that guys have done for some a little piece of pussy for? centuries i enjoy going to a museum personally okay that's a bad example but what uh, an example of something where where your partner female identifying would (laughs) sort of force you to go to yeah vacation don't want to go vacation any any dinner with their friends you don't want to go to Mm -hmm. um anything with their parents you probably don't want to go to Mm -hmm. all the classic stuff you don't want to go to but i think there's more like yeah i think the worst one could be like Maybe you should come to dinner with me and my girlfriends, you know, and, and you're like, but why you, you you're going with your girlfriends. You don't need me to be there. You're the only you know? one I'm allowed to have sex with here. What's the point? Yeah. Okay. What's the, what's the damn point? Um, so it's, it's- <laughs> yeah, uh, and obviously this is an article and a headline that is designed for podcasters to have their takes on. It is it's a very fun. Absolutely. It's perfect for us. Takes on. Thank you, Samantha. So well done, Thank Samantha. You. We Thank need this. this. You know, you are the gasoline in our tanks. Yeah, this is this is just taking things a step further because I also think that, and something we've discussed before on How Long Gone is is that the you know men are dressing for men, women are dressing for women. Now the accessories you need to attract the opposite sex aren't even clothing or or, or jewelry related. I have never dressed for a man. The days I mean, maybe when I was in eighth grade. You've never dressed for a woman either. You dress for whatever you can find in your size. And we, we all appreciate that. that. We you all, cut that out. <laughs> we all Come appreciate on. that. We all appreciate that. 
But I just mean, I mean, I don't mean overall. I mean, but in a, in a general sense, I think sure, that sure. like, you know, the idea of a woman, you know, seeing you at the bar and you got the big, the big bust down rollie on and you got another, you got the bim baller on the neck. <laughs> that might not work the same now as as the guest, which is a wild, wild thing to think about. It's 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 fishing. Different fish require yes, yes. different lures, different tackle, different depths of the sea. Sometimes what if what you're looking for requires a a, a big body presidential on the wrist and a and a Philip Pline hoodie. Um, and sometimes you need to have some J Crew Union relaxed fit chinos. And a uh, tasteful, fruity little Patek that you bought from Mike Nouveau on TikTok. Hey, Jason, we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. You're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to your health, health, there's no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance, so literally no compromises here, because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you, and instantly book appointments with them online. Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance located near you. Maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash howlong and download ZocDoc for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash howlong. ZocDoc.com slash howlong. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. No, exactly, exactly, exactly. Or, you know, or yes, I guess it just I guess it's just like the way that we're signaling now has changed so much that like this is where we're at. And you're right though. You need you need different lures for different fish, and that's that's <laughs> that's the bottom line. Uh, and obviously, I don't I don't think that any women who are actively trying to have sex with men are going to have a problem with a guy who reads 
books that they also like. And it obviously is nitpicking and it is sort of pointing out the thirst of performatively doing it alone at a bar at Balthazar with a, with a martini as you kind of fiddle your, your hair in your hands and, and turn the pages just waiting for a catfish to come chomp down on your bait. There's so many other things that guys could be doing that are so much worse. Well, oh, of course. I mean, and I've done them all. Well, I like though that I like that she in, in the in the graphic of the story. There's a there's an infinite jest, a book that no one's ever finished, um, which I I love that idea. I love the idea of a chick being attracted to a guy that's read a book that no one's ever finished, and she's like, "This motherfucker's 15 pages in, but I'm gonna still let him beat because he tried." I like that. I kind of like that. Tried. I like that kind of idea. Um, Wait, but, hold on, hold on. One second, Chris. Sorry, I gotta close this door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, it um it had me thinking um you know guys will guys will do anything and everything to have sex. Reading a book is is pretty chill. But this also reminds me of the way that like women pretend to like football, and you see them at Whole Foods on Sunday with like a jersey on. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, you don't actually you don't actually care about <laughs> this. You're doing this to get a little dick, and that's okay. You know that that's okay. You just learned about football from uh, Taylor Swift yeah, TikTok you do, yeah. fan pages who give you full reports on uh, on all the spreads and everything, the over unders, injury reports, who's benched that season, et cetera, et cetera. It had me thinking, like, if this is allegedly the thirstiest thing a man can do, I I want to tr try to find something thirstier. Like, is is a guy who's proficient in the Bravo universe? Chill. Is that going Chill. to become... Chill. Is, I'm not talking about... This is not personal to you. You're you're one of millions of uh, straight identifying <laughs> uh, Bravo Universe fans. But like, I, I think one could argue if, if the goal... I mean, I guess the goal of, of reading performatively in public is to appear that you are well-read, you are intelligent enough to go to the store and buy a book, you have sensitive emotions and feelings and thoughts... Blah, you have a, a decent enough attention span. These are all positive traits in a partner, I'm sure. And I don't know if it's it's broken down to like I need to be able to talk to my boyfriend or husband about the, the Emma Klein ending or my rest and relaxation or body keeping the score or whatever. But do you want your partner to be able to talk to you about what happened on The Real Housewives, or is that a turnoff? And do you want let me let me tell you something, Jason, to know about all of these? <laughs> let me tell you something. Speaking from experience, <laughs> yes, the the answer is yes. Um, as okay, I, as I was catching up on Southern Charm last night, there was so much to discuss. And it, how is Southern Charm on? I, was, I thought they all went to jail for like tax fraud. What? No, no, no. That's not, I think you're thinking of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. No, you're, no, you're thinking no. I'm of, thinking of, who's that? The the guy who has like the full family. It's like something knows. Oh, Crisley. Oh, that's a very the, different. The gay guy. That's a very different. You're all over the place, bro. Let, don't don't interject. How is that different from? The, it's all the same shows. It's just a fake show. No, it's with, absolutely. The music it's, goes do 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 do. It's absolutely it's like a guy like eating a cookie in the kitchen and telling you not to tell the wife. It's a totally different show. Um, the thing about Southern Charm is that it's like young people getting drunk and fucking and playing golf. Okay, and Chrisley knows best is a guy pretending he's straight, married 
to a fat woman with three kids and now they're in jail for tax evasion. So it, it okay, is okay. I understand I understand they both take place in the south so I understand how you could get confused, but one is in beautiful Charleston, South Carolina, and one was actually Chrisley started in the suburbs of Atlanta and then moved to the suburbs of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I assume for tax purposes, but that didn't that didn't work out <laughs> on their own from well Johnny. Law. Okay, okay, so similar disciplines but worlds apart in every other. Well, I think other s- way. Southern Char- Southern. Well, one is one is Bravo and one isn't, and and Bravo oh. is the is obviously the the stamp and and kind of brand you want to associate with yourself with if you're going into the reality space. Yeah, I, I would say. And, and Andy is our Steve Jobs to to the Apple. Yes. Whereas whereas whatever Crisley is on, that's the the Samsung version, right? Yeah, Crisley feels like an Android. If you're yeah. gonna, yeah. If we're gonna, if we're gonna make that a B. <laughs> and, and speaking of technology, mm-hmm. um, I am absolutely transfixed with the sphere <laughs> and i i never thought i would be a sphere guy i saw the pictures that senna took i think they were for the la times and they were amazing it looked so insane i never thought i'd be a sphere guy <laughs> but i didn't really look into what it was i was like oh some crazy like vegas shit whatever and then uh a friend of mine uh Callan, who works for darren aronofsky she was saying that darren's like doing this thing there like a movie thing there this weekend which people are very excited about oh. but then you too, who is you know mid but has a couple great records, is doing a residency at this at the Sphere, and I didn't realize the Sphere held eighteen thousand people. Right, 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 right. And you've seen the videos, the multimedia experience, and this is from someone who's not on drugs. Looks <laughs> absolutely like it would make me levitate. Yeah, I guess this is you know you you two lived long enough to have Zoo TV mm-hmm. be fully actualized. That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. The, these motherfuckers are like, you know what? You guys have been hating on us for a while. We've waited around long enough, and now our shit from the '90s is real. Mm-hmm. And that, it's it's amazing. It's it looks amazing. Yeah, it 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 really does look amazing. There's there's been a lot of advances in in live visuals. For like concerts and raves and things like that, there's a couple like big, boring kind of tech house DJs that have these huge screens, and then the the visuals are, are kind of like that. Not not as impressive as the domes, of course, and not as yes. fully immersive in 360. But there's a, it seems like things are moving in this direction uh, of, of spectacle where it's just it's interesting in our short adult life of. You know, I guess my specifically with DJing, it's like it starts off in this little booth and mm-hmm. people are there to dance and then the DJ booth is moved on stage and then the stage is onto a bigger stage and then now the stage has this big screen and now there's a dome and and suddenly like does you two even need to be there? You know what I mean? Like do people even know or care or is it just about that? Like can there be can it all be a hologram? Can it all be animatronics? No, people, people, people care. People care. I think that, like, I think that you can't really replicate a live band yet in the same way, like the feeling and the sound. Yeah, I mean, I think that yeah. obviously that's not the point of this necessarily. But no, I, know, it, I mean, the point is for you two to make a fortune. Is the point? But the, I think but I mean, it looks so amazing. And the first thing I saw after watching it was like, well, I mean. Yeah, like you said, U2 is fine. Like, whatever. They haven't made a, a good song since I was in kindergarten. But, you know, it's fine to watch them. Hello, hello, hola. Uno, dos, tres, quatorce. One of my favorite lyrics I've as well. I've seen U2 at Mass Square Garden, and they were amazing. 
I, I was like, oh, this is like way better yeah, I'm than sure. I thought it would be as a guy who's not like a fan. But they did make Josh retreat. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean, they put on a, an amazing live show. They're known as an amazing live band. It's just, you know, music ain't moving me, bruv. But all I could think about was who who would be the best person oh, to okay. watch at the dump. Like what the, the sphere who would be able to take advantage Are of that? Are you taking Steve Aoki out of the mix just because there's like a personal relationship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's going to just have like Pokemon playing on the on the dome. Yeah, yeah, you know? sure, sure. But, but, it's going to be a pizza advertisement. <laughs> what I want to... It, it's like the, the, the first thought is to go somewhere in the psychedelic world, you know, Pink Floyd reunion, you know, fully trippy thing. Grateful Dead in there would be really cool. But is there another? Is there some someone or something else that we're we're forgetting about? Like, is it, would Lil Uzi Vert do the best job at creating he's, an idea? Because no. it's not so much he's never done the, the best of anything, <laughs> so I don't really imagine uh, that. But yeah, I mean, because it's not so much like the coolest, sickest looking animations and visuals. Sure. Because right now it's in those. It's in that stage when any new technology comes out. And people are just happy to watch the demo version of it. Of like, it looks like a brick wall, and it looks like you know, just no, like you're right, you're right. Standard kind of stuff. That alone is amazing, and it's moving the needle. But like, who is going to really take advantage of the soul and the spirit of this technology and use it in a way that where we're just like, holy shit, this is so fucking sick. I don't, you know, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's many, many, many music industry creative directors listening to this podcast. But is it music? You know, I mean, for me, it's music because I don't give a shit about seeing a movie 360. Like, I don't really care yeah. about that. I, I, you know, I just don't. I don't know. I, I, I can watch a movie on a TV screen or a plane screen. I don't. I'm not going to that for that kind of experience. What if a, a, a feminist debate is the greatest thing to watch yeah. in the sphere? <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what. I, that's what I want to see. I want to. I want to see five chicks arguing on stage about stuff that, that that they don't fully know about. Um, but I don't know if I don't know if um, I think that music and movies will obviously be the things that that are take place there the most often. Is it a thirty seconds to Mars show? I mean, Jared Leto has mastered the sphere. Honestly, I I Leto surprises me all the time. He just recently shut down his apothecary brand. That was a negative surprise. But I think that really. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, 29 Palms wasn't doing the numbers he thought it would do. Um, and the $150 hand wash available at Dover Street Market wasn't flying off the shelves. A rare misstep for the Lettos. I, I mean, as a cult leader, I'm sure he's got other stuff on his plate. I, w I actually, last last night, I found myself exchanging Jared Leto um, Instagram reels and TikToks with... Uh, with friend of the show, Ryan I didn't. Buckington. I haven't seen. I haven't. Is this something he's proficient in? He makes some of the most cringe-worthy TikToks I've ever seen. Like he's doing the things where like a song plays and then you like clap your hands and then like you smash cut and you're wearing like a different outfit, like the kind of stuff that like a nine-year-old would do. Yeah, and he's like you know a forty-seven-year-old like jumps cult leader. He jumps. Yeah, he and jumps his, and then he, he's wearing a skirt changes. instead of pants and everyone fucking picks their drop off the floor. Stuff like that. Oh um, god! <laughs> there's a, he just played like Lollapalooza or something like that, and he uh, he did this big stunt where he was on these on these ropes that were tied to the top of the stage, like scaffolding or something, and he like jumps off, and it has like a little kind of trapeze effect where he just like jumps, and he goes from like one part of the stage to the other. 
and it's set up as if he's you know it's like a moon landing or like he's about to do one of the craziest things you've ever seen and it's just a guy kind of like slowly like landing safely on a (laughs) on a stage kind of thing yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, yeah. but but that that had me thinking um when we were talking uh a couple days ago um about bands that are like sneakily large you know like they're they're able to sell yes yes tens of thousands of tickets in certain markets where we don't even realize or think about it and i think 30 seconds to mars is one of those bands oh definitely and definitely, definitely. because of that we we have sort of gone soft and we need to we've we we need to stop slacking on on ridiculing 30 seconds to mars i think everyone for a while they were like a punchline deservingly so yes for a long yes, time yes, and i yes. think america or just the world and culture itself kind of gave up and and went soft and I'm saying we need to bring it back, increase our vigilance, and get back to ridiculing them. Because no, I agree. I agree. I think they, it's just they, too bad. It's too bad. It's just too it's, bad. It's just too bad. No, I mean this is this goes along the same lines of like my Lincoln Park, you know, thing. It's like this is it's it's very similar to me. It's it's a it's a newer version of that, but it's done by someone who was already famous, so he was kind of ahead of the uh, head in some ways. Yeah, but. I think you're right. I think we need to put 30 Seconds to Mars back in our sights. I think part of the reason this has happened, though, Jason, is that they've been inactive. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, but, but now that they're coming back and now that Ryland is on the case, um, I think we'll be able to kind of um, mock them yeah. a, as, as necessary. And thank you, Ryland, for sending me those. And everyone should go check out you know, Jared's or 30 Seconds to Mars TikTok for some amazing content. It's just... <laughs> mind-blowing how bad it is (laughs) just just the good just the good stuff so i'm i'm going to a unique event tonight chris it's a or actually last night i went to one of your favorite la restaurants dunsmore you said this to me earlier and i was like why would you go why did you go there had you never been before i thought you'd been never been never been Uh, and did you you think as bad as i thought it was no not as bad as you (laughs) not not as bad as you i didn't uh, it's, it's definitely not a a super vegetarian friendly restaurant but is it a place you want to go back to that's the question no i I didn't think it was bad but I, I don't have any i don't have any need to return sure i think if you live in that neighborhood it's fine we sat next to nick from the strokes so that was something fun and exciting <laughs> and his partner said that he looked short next to you oh that's next to me and she couldn't figure that's out why nice. that's very nice i mean he looks great like I gotta say, of course, those guys have so much hair between them; it's baffling because they're old. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got. I bet Nick's probably hitting fifty. Yeah, gotta yeah, be. yeah, yeah. They're they're a little older, but yeah, obviously still got it. Um, but yeah, it was it was fine. It was fine. It was a little heavy, but I wasn't mad at it. The cornbread really is yummy. But for for some reason, I don't know. I'm I'm sort of like cornbread is good. Evolving. I'm I'm evolving beyond the the need for wine which makes me a little sad what do you mean like a like a smart pairing or just in general you don't want to su- suck the juice kind of in general i don't want to suck the juice <laughs> no reason the juice over here what is the the taste is it have you had too much in your time or are you just the thought that goes into it is like annoying and you'd rather just order vodka it's it's a little bit of that but yeah i think i just prefer ordering vodka or a martini and I kind of get a little pissy if the restaurant is is beer and wine only. It, it's like a letdown for me. I mean, a beer and wine only restaurant is not a real restaurant. We all know that. <laughs> um, and that's I know you're no, waiting. There's, on many, your... there's many amazing places 
that serve amazing I can't food. Think of it. I can't think of a single place that I, that I go to that's beer and wine only. I really can't. Stir crazy? I mean, but that's like a wine place. That's not a restaurant. You I know, know what I mean? That's a different that's a different thing. I'm talking about a restaurant. No, I know, I know. I'm not arguing with you. You're making my point. But there's there's some reason or something, it's just there's certain places and you wanna just have a cold martini or whatever it is, and when it can't happen, you get a little frustrated. And there's also a lot of foods that I just prefer to have a martini with. I don't know why. Um you know, seafood, raw bar, things like that. Chilled vodka goes very well with it. But, and it's also a price thing. I could spend 17 to $22 on, you know, three shots of nice high quality vodka in a glass that gets me clear headedly drunk with no aftertaste, no residue, no red lips, mm-hmm. no kind of sugary hangover the next day. I didn't think, I didn't even think about the red lips, fellas. <laughs> And, I mean, wine. Is it, wine at these wine places is just—it's just so expensive. It's like, yeah, well, because it's, it's not bu- weird to have a, a bottle, a glass of wine for twenty-two dollars now, and that's just fucking stupid all, as hell. All these restaurants want to be as obnoxious as possible because, <laughs> in Dunsmore's case, they're servicing the worst neighborhood in L.A. where people want <laughs> to look at a wine list and discuss it with the sommelier. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you know, like that's what it. It's all about that. Like, I don't think. There's nothing worse than sitting down at dinner with someone you don't know that well, and they're like chopping it up with the sommelier. Like, just fucking relax, dude. Like, look at the fucking list. If you're so knowledgeable, if you're so knowledgeable, look at the list they put on the table and pick a bottle of wine. And let's keep it moving. I don't want the sommelier hovering around like a bumblebee all night. You don't. You don't want to have uh, a guy come over with with three bottles clinking together and four stems oh. on the other hand to do tastings. It's it's just like it. Ha- it's become so. I mean, this happens with coffee too. It just gets to this point where it's like you guys got to. You know yeah. what? Just uh, black coffee for me please like i don't want to hear about lavender we've reached it so so orange wine is the oat milk it is of uh, of alcohols or i mean i just i guess just wine in general i mean nothing is worse than being into wine i mean being into food is pretty obnoxious but i feel like that's just something that we all have to consume <laughs> so it's different yeah but the it, but it makes me sad because i think wine is just it's a beautiful amazing invention that we have created that can you know, it can bring tears to your eyes and it takes so much work. There's so much luck involved and skill and chance. And it's like, you know, it's one of the most beautiful things that we've ever created. And our society has, has fucked it out and ruined it and, and taken all, all that fun out of it. Unless you're just, you know, once you hit a certain age and you kind of become post everything, like, like Bourdain's last book was just him. Like, Here's like the mac and cheese that I cook my kid because like fuck you guys like I don't care about this horse shit anymore. Sure. Like you hit a certain age and we've done it all and seen it all and you're just like, dude, just a glass of white wine, just white or red. I don't yeah. care anymore. Fuck. I mean that's why that's why I always liked the uh, at at Keith McNally um, at the the restaurant in the the Lower East Side that closed. It was it was cheap, good, best. Or better, oh yeah, was yeah, yeah. At, at Schiller's was the wine choice, and I was like, "Damn, Keith once again ahead of the curve." Um, but no, I mean e- everything's terrible, uh, <laughs> and um, having trying to enjoy anything is very difficult when you're surrounded by other people um, and their tastes and wants. Um, but I, I think that the, I think that we do kill. I mean, I agree with you about wine and kind of like the history and like how it's how it's made is like really interesting and kind of you're right. It's like something 
poetic yeah. and now it's been it's been ruined by like guys with mustaches and tote bags <laughs> and that's just what so, it is you know and in the style of ridiculing a 30 seconds to mars it's it is for our own good sometimes you have to crash the wine plane to to start anew and i think i think we're on the precipice of of needing to crash the wine plane and i don't i'm i guess i'm gonna have to participate by only drinking vodka i agree with you i i think that that this is where we are and the only way to move forward is to abandon and that's what you have to do you have to be strong you can't go buy six to eight bottles you know and keep them in the house you, you gotta stop ordering from italy i know it's gonna be hard for you maybe there needs to be like instead of just saying this is bad you know i always like to come with a solution or another option just to be constructive and not a poopooer do i just start making really good grape juice like do i go and find some wiser <laughs> no. farms grapes <laughs> no. some of these just no. amazing like um like friend of the show Macklin at, at stir crazy he does the little cans of this artisanal apple juice that's like hand picked in expeller press and it's like you know just delicious pure fresh amazing peak of season apple juice you know yeah, it's, really it's the slaps. caviar of it's apple really juices. good it's really good do that with grapes get a nice glass fill it up with ice a little bit of vodka a little bit of that and now you have new you wine. Have a hybrid. Jason's new wine. You have a hybrid. <laughs> I, I I didn't invent it, but you did not invent it. I just perfected it. You know, it's, you it, perfected it. It's remember when the when the Toyota Prius came out, changed everything, didn't it? it but it was ugly. It was stupid. It didn't it, it didn't get anyone laid. But actually, was that the first reading in public, driving a driving a Prius? Um, but eventually, technology catches up. And we all have cool electric cars now. Yeah, I mean, cool is a is a strong strong statement. Vodka and grape. Watch this space. Vodka and grape is is a great. I mean, that just sounds like Gia or something to me. But I understand <laughs> that this one has alcohol in it, so that's a that's a positive. Look, it's a work in progress. This no, is just we'll get the ideation phase right we'll now. We'll get there once I'm... we once we meet with our mixologists and kind of get in the lab. Um, I would love to make a canned grape juice and vodka cocktail because that's a great a lot of people are, are drinking that hoppy tea you know you've seen that before right it's like a yeah, non-alcoholic yeah. tea made out of the byproduct of beer making or whatever the hops and it, it's a, this cool floral thing there's there have to be like like with olives there's like here's the olive trees where like they're like different species or different male female varietals you know marijuana some strains do not produce Mm. flower and thc some some grapes or olive trees don't produce flowers or, or fruit or anything like that is there a way that we could find the one kind of runt of the litter grape that nobody cares about that we exploit oh buy it off of these winemakers and we invent vodka grape i'm i'm going on too far but we'll watch the space watch please. the space uh we should talk about the um the variety list that we were included in the best way to learn a language? Immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babbel. One in five Americans uh, have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Chris and I are going to the country of Georgia in a month or so, and they have a very unique language, and I will be using Babbel to try and just get a little bit of action so I can know how to order my uh, cold, my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh, that's actually science-based 
Don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Use Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons. They're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash how long. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babel. Because we haven't we haven't talked about that. Thank you to our friends at Variety. Um, I'm sure. I guess there's a couple of freaks in the building over there that at the at the classic trade paper uh, that that listen to How Long Gone. But the list. So it's 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 titled uh, the new new power of New York list 2023. Yes, and it includes there were a few of our people we know. The Dare uh-huh. uh, was on it. Um, I feel like oh my my friend. Um, I think. Was it Sarah Squirm is on it? She's not our friend, but she probably will be eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Mama Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson headlining, which I, I, I mean, I know she's a beloved <laughs> character, but I don't think of her. I, I think she was added to this list because she recently moved from from El Los from Los Angeles to New York for oh. her like TV show or whatever. Okay, okay, that that and makes... her show and her show. I, I'm just reading her show got. 11 emmy noms yeah the, yeah the show the the, the, the only thing i know about the show is that she does a different cover every every day mm-hmm. and she can sing her ass off so it's kind of impressive oh uh matt matt schneier uh new york magazine's matt schneier uh friend of the show was also on the list mm-hmm. and then one of my old friends uh justin ishak who's kind of the co-ceo of island records so that was a nice little okay but, but but yeah, I mean it's it's all over the place. Uh, it's mostly people I don't know who they are or what they do, and I'm sure that that's how everybody feels about us. Jenna so Lyons, great. you know who that is? Oh, right? the Queen. I do know Jenna <laughs> Lyons, of course. I watch her every week. Tiana Taylor, dusty ass on there. Tiana, uh, Tiana Taylor getting a divorce from Amon. Her and her and Big Shunk <laughs> called it a day. I don't know. I don't know that stuff. Um, the guy who wrote the menu is on there. We should have him on the pod. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, mm. I, I, I like the movie. What else? What else he got? What else has he done? Or maybe he directed it. I don't know. He, uh, you'll love this one. He's di- director of the most important episodes of Succession, including the finale. Oh, okay, so he's a fucking dork. Now I'm out. Um, no, no. <laughs> uh, but the list. It was. It was nice to be included. And um, past lives director. Oh, the Sex in the City. The person that plays Carrie's horny real estate friend, they use a rough picture of her. God damn. She looked like one of them aliens they pulled up in New Mexico. <laughs> I, Area 51 looking? I haven't Area seen. Area 51. Because sometimes when I'm watching a just like that, I'm looking at her. I'm like, oh, you know. I get it. I could, you know, I could get it popping. I haven't a, seen it. Catch me on a slow day. I haven't seen it. Um, I haven't really seen it. I, you I haven't watched and just like that? I mean, I watched, co- I watched a couple. Bravo of- Trash? Yeah, I mean, I I watched a couple episodes. I would say, and just like that, is worse than Bravo Trash as far as entertainment value goes. I know. Well, it's 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 so bad, but it you know it, it completes a full three sixty pendulum swing and becomes you know you can't stop watching it. It's uh it's hashtag cringecore, which I heard on Nomi Fry's new podcast for the New Yorker. Oh yeah, Nomi and a few others over at the New Yorker have joined up for a new a new podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. Is it how, how you feeling about it? Well, I mean, I'm only listening because of Nomi. I don't know who the other people are. I'm sure they're nice people to her, but she was she was there. The the episode I was listening to was was talking about hashtag cringecore. You know, the rise of the 
how to with John Wilson's and uh, yeah. yeah, 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 Nathan for you, ification kind of things. And like, how, is you know, how is it cringe? Why is it cringe? Is it intentionally cringe? Is it authentically cringe? Blah blah blah. Where do you land? Where do you land on? But that? oh, sorry, sorry. I, I felt bad because know me a known um, mm-hmm. Nathan Fielder Stan. Oh no! Was sort of left to defend him alone against the two the two other people, her co-hosts, who made it very clear that they did not like him and the you know the cringing. I don't. Makes me I don't like it either because it's not good. You know, like I don't like get that. The point. It's not. They're soft. No, it's just not entertaining or interesting. I, I just don't. It's it's See, like there's no soft. reason to watch. It. I'm not going to watch something with the sole purpose of it making me feel uncomfortable. Like I don't. I can do that in my daily life. <laughs> I don't need. To, I don't need to do that. It makes no sense. I haven't watched How to with John Wilson. That sounds a little bit more interesting. Yeah, you would like it more. It's very, you know, NYC cinema verte slice. You know, basically look like my Instagram reels. R.I.P. Um, but it's narrated. But they're talking about you know it, it's narrated in a way where like is the cadence and the halting style of speak from some of these people part of it. Or the reason for it, like, is it cringe because they talk like that, or do they talk like that because they know it amplifies the cringe factor of it? You know, some of it's kind of interesting. I would say that for sure. Well, I, I was, um, I, I posted about this this morning, but I, I saw in Vogue Business that uh, Louis Vuitton has <laughs> um, kind of joined Discord. Um, so I wanted to let I wanted to let you know the luxury house will use discord the social platform damn i'm gonna let's let's record a video of us with the ar-15 shooting our fucking <laughs> louis duffels <laughs> out, out in the backyard okay hold on the, the luxury house will use the social platform to expand its relationship with its digital community including nft holders who will have the opportunity to weigh in on brand decision making it's and it's smart it's smart for louis to get into the nft game early like this uh, let me say something the last person that i want any input from is someone who owns a louis vuitton nft on anything <laughs> on anything i don't i, I don't want to know how to change the oil i don't want their feedback on the new prints for the knitwear this season mm-hmm. like that is an absolute i mean i know it's fake and they wouldn't actually use any of the feedback like i, sure. I know how this works but the fact that they're even pretending is baffling to me what happened what happened to our luxury brands chris i mean it, it really is amazing how nfts came and went it's it's something that we're going to look back on and be be absolutely shocked by because we all had well, i'm holding the line baby hold the line we all you never had, know what we all happen. had we all had people in our lives who literally were looking at us like you're you're an, like it was like scientology shit like you're missing out you're an idiot mm-hmm. like how could you not participate in this don't you want to make money don't you want to get on the blockchain don't you want to leave banking behind <laughs> just buy this jpeg banking behind <laughs> of a cartoon and you're going to be a millionaire and I'm not smart, Jason. I don't think I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm, I, you know, I, I'm, I, but I just knew that doesn't seem, and don't get me wrong, people did make a lot of money. You know, there's a few people that made a lot of money. Yeah. If you pumped and dumped, yeah, you were good. I just, I was just like, do you guys lis- listen to yourselves? Do you guys know what you're saying? And it seems like, it, it seems like I, I was right as usual. Um, and all the people that left their careers to do NFTs, um are i guess went crawling back like what what happens like where are all those people because they're very (laughs) quiet now they're very quiet dead silent i mean they're in they're in jail they're in the bahamas or they're living with their parents or i don't know they went back to selling drugs whatever it may be just 
likely they most of them became DJs. That, I mean, I think they were already were DJs, and they just went back. <laughs> All I think about, you know, especially as it pertains to fashion with NFTs, or, or like we're we're complaining about about guys performatively reading thoughtful novels in public to get some pussy when you know a year ago guys were wearing necklaces that had a digital display <laughs> to show their quote unquote ape. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, they're they're drawing of a of a monkey wearing a uh, Hitler helmet and wearing that to eleven in Miami, thinking that that will get them some <laughs> that pussy. Be, that's that is worse, uh, for sure. But that's I, thirstier than Blue Powerade. I mean, this 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 the the, the digital commute, digital this, digital that, digital what, this. I, I want to know what is going to happen on the Louis Vuitton Discord. I mean, I don't think I don't, I don't think we've purchased enough LV to even be invited. You know what I mean? So I I, I don't know either. I mean, like all discords, is Brian Boy a moderator? It's it's like all discords. It's just nerds gathering to discuss a subject under under you know a subject under the umbrella and i don't i i don't know what happens jason but i think it's a way it's like video games it's the way people meet each other now felt like different <laughs> saudi scammers that are big louis vuitton customers can link up with their american counterparts mm -hmm. you know what i mean and discuss kind of the dirty business that you have to do to be able to afford uh the seven thousand dollar uh pharrell duffel bag <laughs> Well, uh, now that social media is, is uh, or I guess now that the group chat has become social media, yes, is there going, should we start a Louis Vuitton heads group chat? I mean, maybe. Yeah, for As, because, because luxury is all about exclusivity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I would only want to join a Louis Vuitton Discord if it was private. Yeah, the, member invite only. Yeah, I mean, which might as well just be a group chat where we sit around and we talk about shoulder pads. There's another story this week about how the group chat is just too much. You know, like this. It, you know, another one of these stories where not it's not as bad as my favorite one, the one that said the beach is bad. Um, but uh, <laughs> this this is a new. So pe people are getting uh, group chat burnout yes it's the, the the group chat culture is out of control this is from our friends over at the atlantic written by someone questionably named faith hill uh, i don't believe <laughs> the the singer what was um, faith hill's song i gotta pull that up while you're the problem the, the first problem is in the second paragraph of this of this uh story which i understand the point is like group chats are overwhelming and if they have too many people you're getting thousands of messages blah 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 but mm. she says i love a group text a grext if you'll permit me, I will not. And I, that's exactly my response. Permission I will not. denied. Permission denied. Grext is not something <laughs> we're going to be saying. You know. No, Grext is uh, is the name of a restaurant I spent four hundred dollars at in Copenhagen. <laughs> no, not that's exactly a group that's, text. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And I, I like this story though is basically just complaining about getting too many messages, mm -hmm. and it just seems like we could have held back the 3000 words and maybe just done a tweet or even just left the group chats that are that are bothering you because I'm only I, I'm only in two group chats like I'm not in I, I don't understand people who are in 100 group chats with people they barely know that's just kind of stupid or yeah. is that just because you like basketball so much yeah, I think yeah I think a lot of it is sports related but I, I, I the interesting part about our why I brought it up in in conjunction with the discord Louis V talk is just kind of like people luckily or thankfully are starting to 
have a, a resistance against those types of public facing apps and group chats and slacks and discords and things like that things that they have to use and all, all every day in their in their job and this group text feel you know you feel special like if you get invited to the you know eric warheim emil haney group chat you feel as if you have made it versus ca- <laughs> speaking you know, about getting, <laughs> because like a public Instagram follow from somebody who's a celebrity or somebody who you admire mm. could be political. There, there could be a lot of reasons why it happened. But if you get the invitation to that private group chat, it's it's an initiation. It's a knighting. It's a you know, you're a member of the a Freemasonry mm-hmm. type of no, I see what you're saying. You know, I it's also a thing where you're complaining about something that nobody told you to do and you could opt out of any time. And I understand, you know, if you have a, you know, you're in, a, in an abusive relationship and you can just say, Hey, you can leave anytime, but obviously some people you can't, the power of it has gripped you so, so tightly. And that's, what's scary about it is like everyone could look at that from afar and say like, just leave the fucking group chat and shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? You don't have to do anything. It's like going into Walmart and complaining how much it sucks. Like, bro, just leave and go to a different store. <laughs> and some people are like, I just can't stop the group chat. And it has this compulsion. on it. And I think that's the, the issue that we need to look at is like, why can't people just I mean, I, I've I have hundreds of thousands of chats in my entire life. Okay, flex. All right. And big you dog. just delete it and it's done. But you know what I mean? I mean, we've all been in if you scroll back your entire history of having an iPhone, you know, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of chats with different people. Some are groups, some are solo. And you just, you know, and people say you can never leave a group chat, but you know, you can mute it. You could cancel the notifications. You could do, there's a lot of things you can do it if you really hate this group chat. But, no, well, the thing you, know. you can do about it is, is write about it online so that people like us talk about it. That's where we're at. I mean, you know, <laughs> if, if it's not, we're merely the blade that this subject lands on if it's not taylor swift and travis kelsey then it's group chats being a problem i mean you know it's it's we've we're hitting rock bottom culturally and i can't wait to explore that deeper that's kind of what we do (laughs) the only thing that scares me nowadays is with all the all the different chats going on is when you have the group chat and then you have the separate sidebar group chat that excludes the one person who you can't say the other stuff around. Of course. And then I always have a fear of getting those mixed up. Yes, and, and yes, Accidentally yes. texting, you know. Yes. And yeah. if you feel that same way as a sober-minded person, then God only knows what's coursing through my my veins. Well, I just feel like, yeah, when you're trying to talk shit about I'm me, a bastard. talk shit about yeah. me to David Cho, you don't want to put that in the in the group chat. You want to make right. sure that goes to him directly. Yes, which I understand. I understand, and that's that is a big part of the that is a big part of any group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, I the the one we have with Polly and Al is where I feel most comfortable. I have to be honest. <laughs> I feel like I can really be myself there. I agree. And um, I I think a good, healthy group chat is a place where you can exchange all of these ideas and gossip and tea and talk shit on your other friends who aren't in the chat. That's all well and good, but it it can become a little sad and depraved if you never hang out with these people in in real life. Oh, that's a good point. It's it's important to make sure that you have these... IRL group chat activations. Maybe friends with benefits can sponsor it or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll hit earning man next year and really kick the tires on that thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, no, you're yeah, yeah. I I agree with you. I think that that's the. Th- I think that the ones that I like the sports shit or like whatever. There's one that like hundred and fifty people or I'm like that's just stupid. Like mm-hmm. that's dumb. Like yeah. why would you do that? Why would you do that? That just yeah. seems like that doesn't seem good for anyone. Um, yeah. But technology is crazy and people can't say no. I'm with it. I mean, hey, we're addicted to Twitter. Oh, and also speaking of Twitter, and speaking of of ridiculing and the resistance, I. We need to stop saying X parentheses, yeah. formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, we're not, yeah. Ne- okay. <laughs> yeah. Why is anyone, everyone talks about, we hate Elon Musk. He ruined this, blah, blah, blah. You know, I want the old Twitter back. He ruined our favorite, you know. Why are we calling it Twitter then? That's, I mean, why are we calling we, it X? Why are we, why aren't we calling it Twitter? Just never call it X. In some ways, I, I see it because it's like a, a, a like kind of like rules of journalism thing. Like I that's, know, that's I the know. actual legal name, so they have to do it. I'm saying, but in slang, let's uh, let's amend this rule. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's absolutely. I will never call it the Bible. The lot of the world has changed since they wrote the Bible. We had to make some changes. It ain't Same hey, Jason, for this it one. ain't Adam and Steve in my house. But I see what you're saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay, so all all the because it's not up to the the people it's up to the editors i guess right the gate well, the gatekeepers there's, there's, of what finally makes it out so all the editors that are listening and we know all of you are yeah is it is it chicago style is it ap style what what style will will take a stand against x parentheses formerly known as twitter just all we have to do is call it twitter that's all we have to do no you're absolutely right Don't, you know what the url for x is T-W-I-T-T-E-R.com. <laughs> well, Jason, you can I, I believe you can go to X.com as well. But look, I'm in full agreement with you on this. Don't get me wrong. I'm in full agreement. Yeah, with don't you. don't give it. Don't give it to him. Let's not do that's, it. That's the best way that we can fight back. Let's take the motherfucking power away, Jason. Let's do that. I, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, it's simple. It's free. And it's fun. It's simple. It's simple. It's free. It's a transgression that hurts no one except elon musk yes that's true and and you guys love to hurt him except you keep lining his pockets because you can't stop <laughs> buying teslas but whatever girl the the new model y has a third row and she is pre-ordereth <laughs> we do have um it's giving pre-order so, so we, we got we got what we got some shows coming up and we got to talk about it we got we got melbourne it's getting close and we're we're really getting in the zone yeah we're like a month out from Melbourne. Our friend Kevin Morby is there right now, and he's posting breakfasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, he's breakfast I'm, maxing. I can't wait to breakfast max myself. Ten twenty nine, October 29th at the eighty six festival in Melbourne. There might be a few tickets left. Is this um, going to be a Chris Black dresses up for Halloween occasion, or are we still going to have another goose egg on the scoreboard this year? There's, there's going to be a big fat zero. I will never dress up for Halloween unless I'm invited to Heidi Klum's party. I've told you this many times. Is she still doing it? I believe she does it every year. I mean, maybe COVID put a halt to it. Yeah, you know? As an in or you're out. Did you watch that? TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch? There's there's like a video I saw of her <laughs> where she's um, cleaning up her dog's shit and piss from her house. Have you seen it? No. It's it's almost like it's almost like fetish porn in a way because I, I think the the idea of it is she's sort of like Act One is her sort of saying like well you know my life is not all fun and games the way it looks on tv i actually have uh these two big i don't know dobermans or some some big ass dogs who live in my you know 11 million dollar mansion and 
uh, sometimes these dogs will shit and piss, you know, horse-sized puddles of excrement, you know, in my foyer. And then she's showing, you know, detailed video, some nice camera work, some panning here, some wide shots, some close-ups, some punch-ins of just puddles of shit and piss. And then you're like, what's going on here, Heidi Klum? This is weird. And then she puts on a song. I think it's Madonna or something like that. And then to show sort of the, the, the irony of how she puts on some music and dances around and makes it kind of a fun treat um, to sort of mop up these uh, Great Danes I'm, shit puddles. I'm not going to be checking that out, but thank you for kind of giving me the full <laughs> oral history of the video. Um, <laughs> it's just it's a fan. It's just how how the greats have fallen is what I was thinking of like Heidi Klum, this you know, amazing, legendary supermodel, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Just get somebody else to clean up. Like you're, you're performatively cleaning up. See, when you say stuff like when you say stuff like this, all I think about is, man, having a dog is so stupid. Um, all right, El Ray, Los Angeles, California, um, November eleventh, eleven eleven. Don't forget eleven eleven, New York City, Webster Hall. Um, both of these are selling really well. Go get your tickets. Uh, December second, New York City, Webster Hall, and um, uh, you're listening to this on Monday, and you can probably go buy. Oh, our yes. long, long coming collaboration with our friends at Pacific Tote Company, mm-hmm. the Directors Bureau. Made in the USA means it takes a long time. Made in USA, heavy duty, how long gone? Uh, big Sur version, Big Sur tote bag, um, and uh, also a pouch uh, that that we both, Jason and I, both use for all kinds of different things. Uh, both of those are going to be available on our site. Um, and yeah. uh, thank you to Kobe uh, for shooting the the campaign and for our friend Emma. For opening the doors to her uh, public school library in Bedsty for us as a location, and thank you to the Pacific Tote Company for making them with us. Um, yeah, basically, it's just we got to take one of our favorite totes that I literally use every single day. It's my gym bag. It's my travel bag. Goes on top of the suitcase. Straps fit over the handle on the on the remove. It's it's a great look. You know, it's our tennis bag. It's all that shit, but. We just did it in our own little colorway. We freaked a little few things, and there's a little special kind of How Long Gone logo tag on it. It's great. It's cute. We did a limited run, so it's probably going to sell quickly. Uh, and and thank you to everyone for for making it happen. It's going to be cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you right. For making tote bag happen. How Long Gone? HowLongGone.com is the website. We are back next week with some uh, more podcasts. Don't you fucking worry. It's going to be a freaky one next week in How Long Gone land. Um, it's fellas week. It's fellas week at How Long Gone. <laughs> when is it not? Um, yeah, I'm going to go um, have lunch right now with David Brandon Geating and his partner. We're going to get some Korean food. And then I'm going to go to a symphony in Glendale tonight. That is that was written by a non-verbal. Why are you going to that? Autistic bro. Is this make a wish? Um, it's like I don't know. I I saw some pe- people posting about it, but you know the the producer DJ Shlomo, right? Yes, of course. So his, his dad is like a musician, composer, scoring dude or whatever, and he started working with this teenager who is like a non-verbal autistic musical savant and he wow communicates with an ipad to like have these you know to form sentences and things like that and 
he basically once he was able to start talking with this ipad he told his parents i have a 70 minute symphony in my head that is ready to go and they found this person and he's worked with him i don't know for how long and now there's a full orchestra that is going to play this person's enjoy that 70 minute masterpiece or whatever enjoy that i'm getting on the train to head to cafe luxembourg for the lunch and then finally gonna hit the uh hit the ed ruche show at the moma Buck-tooth girl in which, luxembourg. which i'm very happy about because i feel like i'm gonna run out of time and and it's not raining so gotta do it what color are the wellies um the, i don't wear wellies uh how long gone thank you guys thank you guys for listening thank you them jeans for podcasting with me it's always a pleasure straight across the sky it's the way you love me It's a feeling like this It's centrifugal motion It's perpetual bliss It's that pivotal moment It's uh, impossible 